This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is the episode before the election, so might be the last episode. If one of the subjects of our episode today is to believe is to be believed, it is our last episode. So thank you for being with us for 40 weeks about. I'd like to imagine that like when the world is over, Who Weekly remains on the like pirate airwaves and like you can get it via certain, you know, <laughs> like you have to kind of dig through the internet, but you can find it and it's like a special treat. And it's we talk about like nothing because there's nothing else to talk about. Celebrities have disappeared. <laughs> you will say that. So, Lindsay. Yes. Hi, Bobby. What's up? Who is, we've done this before, we probably did this in episode one or two. Who is Paulina Slagged Her? Slagged Her. So, I usually forget like two episodes after we talk about the person who they are. Uh-huh. But I remember her. She holds a very special place in my heart because she is like an early who of the Who mm-hmm. Weekly canon. Um, she is Ryan Felipe's uh, wife, fiance. Nope. Did they ever get married? Lindsay, she's Ryan Felipe's ex-fiance. Ooh, they, they split. Broke up. They split. Nope. After a long time. After Was a long it meant time. to be? It it's to been be? over four years. Um, well, that's why. <laughs> God. But they Sorry. were also, they had a very Sorry. long engagement. They were, yeah, they well, became engaged in December of last year after four years together. Um, oh, I thought they, they were engaged for four years. That's what I was being shady. Oh, about. no, they were four, they were together for four years and they got engaged. They've been engaged for almost a year uh, and they split up. But the thing is, she's fine. She's a lawyer or she's about to be a lawyer. She just graduated from Stanford Law. So, yeah, and he's 42, so... It's like, a very it's a very Elwood's um, other guy situation. So she's nice about to find her... Reference. She's about to find her Luke Wilson, and this was her... What's his name? Warren? What's his bad... What's the bad boyfriend's name in Legally Blonde? I, like, Dirk? I don't know. It's like some white name. It's not yeah, Dirk. It's, <laughs> it's like some white Dirk. person. Name. It's like C- Carter, like Co- Colin. Uh, yeah. Warren? Yeah. Werner? W- Werner! It's Werner! Warner. It's Warner. Warner. It's Warner. 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 Yes. It's a good um, name. So Ryan Felipe is Warner, but he's not a lawyer. He's a Secrets and Lies actor on that show. <laughs> have you seen Secrets and Lies? Absolutely not. Have you? So, no. And I thought it was canceled until watching Shark Tank this morning. And there was a commercial for Secrets and Lies. And it had Juliette Lewis threaten someone. Like, she was like, well, you're going to tell me everything or something. Was it, was it Ryan Felipe? No. And I'm not sure if he's still on the show. That's what I was going to ask you. He probably is. I would. I feel like I'd feel very weird to watch Juliette Lewis and Ryan Felipe, like, act against each other. I feel like there's too many layers of, like, history and reality for me to believe anything that they're saying to each other in the context of a show about secrets and lies. Yeah, well, they broke up. Um, I, I wanted to revisit a really great article from that I don't think we I was trying to remember if we talked about it back you know back in the day in the early days of Who Weekly and I don't think we did there was a really great six things you ought to know about Paulina Slagter six things six things it's funny how it's six because it's not enough they had it they had five but they had one more than five but not enough for ten no and really they only had two so like the editor's like can we get ten uh no we only have six fine run six Um, so the six things you needed to know about Paulina Slagter in December of 2015 were, number one, they're longtime lovers. 
which is what? about the couple, not about the person. So this one doesn't count. Number yep. two, they're Christmas fanatics. Once again, it's about the couple, not about Paulina. So this is based on a single photo of the two of them posing with a Santa Claus. Also, <laughs> like, liking Christmas is like liking coffee, essentially. Yeah. It's as boring of a um, liking coffee. Trait. Like, I like coffee. I like wine. I love it's Christmas. It's like, oh, I just, like, love Christmas, and I also love coffee, and I also love to sleep, and I also love karaoke. Like, what are other basic traits? Like, yeah, the world loves it. I love to breathe. I love, like, living. <laughs> so, I love life. Uh, three and four are pretty much the same thing. Beauty and Brains is number three, which is she's beautiful, and she's at Stanford Law. Number four, occupation. Um, which just means she's going to be a lawyer when she graduates. So but this could have been combined said. with three yeah. yes. Number five, mother to be. What? All this means is when she gets married to Ryan Phillippe, she will be the stepmother of Ryan Phillippe's <gasps> kids with Reese Witherspoon. That is the shadiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. They make it sound like she's pregnant, but she's literally just going to be a stepmom. Yes, that's it. God, uh, they make so... it. They make it. They make it sound like she, like, if not pregnant, is interested in becoming pregnant. But this is just like, oh, she's gonna have to deal with Reese Witherspoon's kids. That's extremely manipulative. Um, it's really mean. Um, and number six was surprised by Philippi's wild path. This was written by a robot. Also, this was written yeah. by Alexa. This was written yeah. by my Amazon. My Amazon Echo. Um, you wish. You, what if it was funny? What if you learned your Alexa was like had a side gig writing for like tabloids on the weekend? Would you be proud of her? <laughs> I'd be proud of her, and I'd ask her to um, pay me. Someone give me that, give me some of that money. Um, so it's like. Alexa, you're mine. Like I'm, I'm. I deserve like a momager cut. Okay, I deserve great. like a thirty percent. You're the Chris Jenner of Alexa's writing so, trash tabloid magazines. <laughs> the last one is just this one anecdote about how she was surprised that Ryan Felipe, 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 Ryan Felipe had performed a strip tease for Robin Quivers on the Howard Stern show in 2014, and she which like, makes didn't him know. a bad boy. Yes, and so she was like, oh, he's a bad boy, and that's all you need to know about Paulina Slachter. But they're broken up. We don't have to talk about her anymore. It was just notable because she was a she was an early who couple. It's just funny because, like, she the, – the only thing you need to know about her is that she was literally in law school and he's 42. That's all you got to know. <laughs> like, there's, like, there's nothing – like, there's no, – she should – she doesn't really have to have anything about her because she's literally not even graduated from law school. So, like, the pressure to have, like, 10 things about her, don't worry about it. You know? She's But, Lindsay, she's got student. beauty and brains. She's got beauty and brains. Oh, my God. And she loves Christmas. She's got arms and legs, and she loves coffee. Like, this is what? a really, this is a really big year. This is a big moment for Paulina Slagter because she's newly single. She just graduated from law school, and it's Good. almost Christmas. So she's <laughs> really, really happy. Wait, but is she a mom to be? That's the last thing. <laughs> oh, she's no longer a mom to be. But we don't Same. even know that she wants to be a mom. So this could be a, a thrilling moment for her because she doesn't have to deal with Reese Witherspoon's clone daughter and like the other one. Like, these, or like, the other one, you know? These, like, five to ten things you got to know about me are the most corrupt forms of gossip writing out there. I think we've really, like, cemented that in the, in the platform. They're just so corrupt. Like, they just let you get away with everything. Like, there are not... It just proves that there are not, like, even three things to know about anyone in this world, you know? <laughs> what is what is what is the one thing uh, we need to know about you, Lindsay? Oh, my God. I don't... By the standards of gossip. By the standards, what would your one thing be in Us Weekly? The one thing you need to know about. um, (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even know how I would define you. The podcast host. I know. Like it would just be. It would just no, because it would just be the most basic thing, and it would be like a lie. Like it would be a misstated, most basic thing ever. I just can't even think because like it's almost too hard to parody because it's so good. Mine would certainly be likes coffee. 
the Java junkie <laughs> posted on his Instagram wearing a sweatshirt that said, wait, what does your sweatshirt say? It says, bean me. <laughs> wearing a sweatshirt that says, bean me, and has tweeted on m- multiple occasions about how much he loves the hot drink. Um, oh, and you know, oh my God, and the next photo, and then there would be an Instagram of me drinking iced coffee, and then it would be captioned, some like it, ellipsis, cold. Oh my God. And, then, and it would be about like, Finger's been known to dabble in both iced coffee and hot coffee, proving that he's a real uh, Java sore or something. Whatever. Oh okay, we're God. done. Oh, my God. I write for this... Us Weekly. I know. This is embarrassing. <laughs> I write for Us Weekly. You're too good. Okay, um, um, let's go. On. We've talked so long about Paulina Slagter. And only barely. We talked about Paulina Slagter in the same way that, like, that article was about Paulina Slagter. Oh, it's uh, true. Who's next on this list of nightmares? Oh, my God. Lindsay, should we should we do this next thing next? Can you just, or should like, we do, do Wendy it? One? Can you just oh. do it quickly? I, like, I, I don't believe that you can do it quickly, when but I want to encourage you. the last time I have been able to do anything quickly? I know. I'm just saying I, I'm going to encourage you, and I will probably... I'll start my my stopwatch, which I don't have, but maybe somewhere um, okay. on you right now. You know so you go. You know what? I am feeling good. I'm feeling pretty confident that I can do okay. this quickly. Maybe so I can Bobby, do this in two minutes. Who is Lucian Payne? Lucian Payne is a composer. Um, he started his career as a composer. He worked with. He was sort of a um, apprentice to the composer Mark Scheiman, who actually composed a lot of really great movie scores from the 90s. Um, Number seven thing about Bobby is that he loves movie scores. So he started working in music. He has this actual career as um, as a composer. He sort of turned into um, a more notable person because he worked on the Hairspray movie soundtrack. Um, and he's an actual. He okay. like went to he went to NYU to work on music. So he's like a music right. producer. He's a composer. Get to the point. This is this is Wikipedia level information. Okay, get to the, the reason point. he's gay. The reason a lot of gay people <laughs> know you. who he is and follow him on Twitter is because he is frequently a guest judge on RuPaul because he's Which, friends like, with RuPaul. Why? Okay, because he's just he's friends, friends with, with RuPaul, RuPaul. Okay. and he produced RuPaul's some of RuPaul's albums. So it's albums. literally as as simple as he knows RuPaul. It wasn't like they booked yes. him because he was famous outside. It was like RuPaul's like, yeah. oh, I like him. Well, uh, like let's I, have him. The internet, the internet is trying to convince me that he was sort of like a viral uh, video creator, like star. No. That no. he made, um, well, Lindsay, your old company nominated him for best remix of the year in 2009. Oh, um, God. Burlesque did. We so did. Oh. He may have been my famous old company. <laughs> my old, old company. company. Right, because he made the um, he made the, the very Christian famous Bale Christian Bale remix. Yeah. Oh, I'm right. embarrassed. Okay, fine. Okay, whatever. whatever. I, I'm not going to pretend like I even knew who he was when this started happening because I don't watch drag race um sorry everyone i don't watch drag race yeah we already um, know it's bad we don't we know that already so he starts tweeting um in an alarming fashion on thursday friday um and he's saying things like hillary clinton is a murderer bill clinton is a murderer barack obama is a murderer um right so all these very inflammatory things but then every once in a while but then a lot of the tweets were just him calling out like other very df list gay twitter celebrities that he's fucked or made out with (laughs) so it's like ooh, like you'll be scrolling through and it's like ooh, i believe it i believe it i believe it Ooh, juicy you made out with this person you fucked this person it's like hillary uh, clinton's a murderer (laughs) and then you're like ooh, 
<laughs> no, it's it's very funny. It's very funny. Like, he has two very distinct goals here. Yes. And so I was like, normally, whenever you see the um, the very inflammatory tweet and the one that you don't want to believe, you sort of discredit your entire feed. But in this case, I was, like, being very, like, catty gay. And I was like, yes, queen, like, spill the tea. Like, yes. And then, like, you get Send to the Send her pool. to jail. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then it becomes... Uh, by the way, I made it's like I made out with Anderson Cooper while he was still in a relationship. Um, yes, also, queen. World War Three is going to begin on eleven eleven. Yes, Queen, spill the deets. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, yeah, like drag Russia. Yes, and so he's like gonna. <laughs> he's convinced that World War Three is going to begin on eleven eleven, and he's it's also. Kind of, it's kind of like um, Chloe Grace Moretz's campaign for People's Choice and also her campaign for Hillary Clinton. Like, you just <laughs> yes, don't know what you're going to get. Thing, yes. Which, again, you just... <laughs> that caller was perfect, by the way. I know. I've gotten, just... <laughs> I've gotten messages from several, well, two of my friends. Uh, being like, I love that guy. Being like, that That Chloe Grace Moretz call was brilliant. And it really was. <laughs> um, so, uh, how was I going to end this? So this I don't guy, know, man. <laughs> this guy is claiming that he's not having a mental breakdown because people were trying to suggest that he was having a mental breakdown. Perez Hilton tried once again to insert himself into this narrative and make it all about him. And he was like, I'm texting my friend Lucien. Um, I'm going to make sure that he's okay. And then Lucien was, you know, tweeting about how annoyed like, he don't was. don't text for about me, Perez Hilton. <laughs> Perez Hilton's, and then Perez Hilton called the cops on him and was like, yeah. he needs well, an ambulance there. Okay, and, let's just discuss what happened, though. Like, he was tweeting about buying bleach, and then he, like, was tweeting photos of bleach and, like, tweeting, oh, like, right. he was Instagramming photos People or were screenshots worried that he was of, ble- like, how to drink bleach or something. People were afraid that he was going to kill himself by drinking bleach, but, but it turns then... out he, the bleach was a um, treatment for the radiation poisoning he's going to undergo after the nuclear bomb. Right. Um, goes so off on eleven eleven. He's suggesting that we all buy bleach, um, so we <laughs> don't get hurt by radiation. Yeah, and a so very, any, yeah. There are specific methods to um, cleaning yourself with bleach, and if you want to find those methods out, just visit Lucian, uh, whatever's Instagram <laughs> account. He is Revolucian on Instagram and. Why Twitter. are you promoting this? They can find it themselves. This is just very like oh no they didn't. Livejournal.com fodder that is <laughs> yes. like happened in a day is already over. Was like funny for a minute, then was kind of sad, then was like I forgot about it. And following it was very much like. As as a, a gay man who was on Twitter, I felt burdened by it. I was like, well, <laughs> I was like, I have to figure this out because this is all happening in front of me. Like now, I have to figure out who Lucy and Peon is. Pain, Peon. Um, no man. I so I felt care. very burdened by this, and I'm sorry to burden all of you by it, but I feel honestly, burdened. It's fine. We're all gonna be okay. So that's why we were making jokes about the end of the world at the beginning of the episode. They didn't really go over well. Let's move on. They did. They did not go over. They did well. not go over well. Just buy bleach and um, suck your friend's toes, like because mm-hmm. that is the crossover of Lucy and Payne's interest. Okay. And we know that really dark shit is going on, and so we really need to purge it. And if we can't purge it, how the hell are we gonna purge it? Well, maybe we should go to war. Go to war, cause it's fun. Killing people is really fun. No, it's not fun. But guess what? Insanity makes it fun. And you know what else insanity does? It corrupts our political system. And that's why Obama was gay, and now he's not. And that's why Obama wasn't an American, and now he's not. He literally wasn't born in the United States. 
Okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> Wendy Williams on her show says a lot of amazing things, but she also loves to offend celebrities. That's what she's good at. And she said some shit about Black China, which I will play here or whoever's editing this will play it here. There are some women who are left to their own devices. And apparently that was, you know, China. That's why a woman goes to the pole. Can we not laugh about that? Can we talk? Yes, we can talk. And her come up is she runs into this guy and she's taking full advantage of everything. Uh-huh. So I'm glad she's not my kin. Oh. It's very fun to watch. She and her mom, Tokyo Tony, come up off the backs of oh. people who don't see through their ruse. Ooh. Oh, she's not attracted to him. Rob, and here's my thought with you, Rob. Rob. She's throwing the shade today. Hey, she's throwing it today. Throw it, girl. And it's not even about Rob being overweight, you know, because I like a little, personally speaking. But the thing that she does that's not very, very nice is that she calls Rob ugly and she basically says, like, Black yes. China would never date him. Like, her evidence for them being basically fake is this, like, why would China ever date Rob? Which that's, I actually don't, like, it's bullshit. It. Like, like hot women date lesser attractive men constantly mm-hmm. and, like, love that. I don't have you think- ever turned, have you ever watched CBS? <laughs> it's just, like, a thing. Like, sorry, whatever. So... I just so Black China posts an Instagram that is like a disgusting picture of Wendy, um, just not a nice picture, and she just goes off on her and just kind of like Wendy, you lost your fucking mind, ho! How dare you speak <laughs> on me, my fiance, my mom? Like you were at the Christmas table with us. I find it so funny how you talk about Rob and his insecurities at a point in your in time you wasn't a fat four hundred pound ass bitch on the radio. Okay, this just gets me. God. The point is that the funniest thing that I learned from this entire thing, which I tried to explain to Bobby, but, like, it was really funny. At the end, she writes, um, bitch, fuck you, Peabody asshole. And I was like, Peabody. Okay, P is in quotes, capital P. And so I'm looking through the quotes and I'm like, it says, what does Peabody mean? Uh, and then I see Is this a says, journalism reference? Yeah. And I was like, Peabody. And then what, someone says, she looks like a pea with a wig on, bruh. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> and then I <laughs> and then I realize I find another Instagram somewhere that I will put. But basically, one of the things that people say about Wendy Williams is that she looks like a pea, like a capital, the letter P. She's shaped like a pea. So that she has like very large breasts and then a very skinny body. So her profile yeah. looks like a pea. And then, <laughs> God, it's just. It's not even like I don't even just, consider this to be body shaming because I well, I hope it's not. But like it's a body just, type. It's a description of a it's body just type. Just funny because like you have apple shaped, pear shaped, and then Wendy Williams is a pea. It's like Occam's razor. How like the simplest explanation is always the correct one. So it's like Did you just quote Occam's, you just no, Occam's razor. When Lindsay finds out about this, you assume that it's something really complicated. But no, it's literally she looks like a pea. <laughs> I know. Like, I know. And I'm not thrilled to like talk. I'm not thrilled to find out that it's like about her body. But I just like love that this like this mysterious thing in Black China's rant turned out to be so satisfying. Like it's just like, oh, she legit just looks like a pea. Like that's it. Uh, let's move on. I love this. And I'll let you deal with this because I found it and like lost my mind and still don't understand it. Um, as we've as we've shared before, we have uh, a, a, a document that we both like drop links in. And so I was looking at what Lindsay dropped in, and then there's this thing that says, she just wrote, I'm crying. 
And then it's a Daily Mail link. And it says, work, work, work. Rihanna, Kate Blanchett, continue filming Ocean's 8. And I'm like, okay. In my mind, I'm like, okay, this is not Who Weekly. These are two big thems. You doubted me. You doubted me. A very themmy movie. And I was like, Lindsay, this isn't this isn't whose. This is them's. And she's like, no, click it. And so it's this photo of... Kate Blanchett. I don't know if you've seen photos from the set of Ocean's Eleven. They started making the rounds. Ocean's Eight, and Ocean's Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock is dressed the way she always is in comedies. She's always dressed. She's always in like, in like pants, overcoat, and pants, and like yeah. hair and a ponytail. She's looked exactly the same for she twenty years. She looks like the version um, of her in Miss Congeniality, where she's like the cop. Oh, exactly. She also looks like the version of her in The Heat and the version of her yeah. in Miss Congeniality too. Yeah. It's um, good that she writes pants into her contract. And in Love Potion Number Nine, and in okay. Why We're Sleeping. Okay, good. So, we get it. You know what movie she's been in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you've got Sandra Bullock pulling her traditional Sandra Bullock, and then you have Kate Blanchett with a look. And in some of the pictures, she's in like a leopard print coat with like a, a, a weird chopped up blonde hairdo. So like she's like hip in this movie, right? It, she looks amazing. So in this photo. Um, is captioned in need of a cup of tea. Kate Blanchett channels Warzel Gummage with disheveled <laughs> platinum locks on Ocean's Eight sex set in when New I... York, New York City. <laughs> and it says she has been hard at work on the set of her latest flick. And Kate Blanchett's rocker chic look has her looking like a popular children's character. The 47-year-old star's platinum locks were so disheveled on the New York City set of Ocean's 8 that she resembled Warzel Gummidge. Have you seen that that clickhole video that's like the kids and that like that character like Grombles? Guzmer. Guzmer. <laughs> yeah. This reminds me of it's Guzmer. So like, I'm like I'm like laughing at Warzel Gummidge and I'm like, well, now I have to now I have to Google Warzel Gummidge. Um, I really hope that our like UK listeners are very feeling very like slighted because we're, this is like a very very popular Barney type children's character that everybody in England knows about. Because like this, you guys need to understand this is like <laughs> if like, we don't we've never heard of this person. Like the fact that this is in the Daily Mail for me to consume is so good. I just can't. So Warzel Gummidge Lindsay is a. <laughs> I'm, let me quote Wikipedia, our queen Wikipedia. Warzel Gummidge is a walking, talking, scarecrow character in British children's fiction who originally appeared in a series of books by the novelist Barbara Euphen Todd. I'm going to paste in Warzel Gummidge. Okay. What the <laughs> fuck? First of all, that's a man. Second of all, Kate looks really good in these photos. She doesn't yeah, look like a deranged scarecrow. this is extremely scarecrow. rude. So the only thing that this Warsaw Gummidge character and Kate Blanchett have in these photos they have in common is a haircut because Warsaw Gummel's hair is like a, a blonde bob. Warsaw Gummel. What's his name? Warsaw Gummidge. <laughs> Whatever. It is really funny that the Daily Mail, this is the point of the article, but the Daily Mail's slug is like work 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 they continue to work on the movie but then you click it and it's like a very rude surprise where they're just like <laughs> Cleveland Jet's character looks like this like scary this dirty scarecrow, scarecrow yeah. man <laughs> who's just like covered in dirt and is missing teeth and is also a scarecrow. Meanwhile, I love this photo of Helena Bonham Carter, where you're showing like, ooh, Rihanna's costume, Kate Blanchett's costume. And then you get to Helena Bonham Carter and you're like, is she in costume or is this just her showing up on set in her normal clothes? And I can't tell. Um, <laughs> so let's move on. Lindsay, you're going to have to do this because I, 
embarrassingly, uh, this is another blind spot. Um, I don't watch Vanderpump Rules, and everyone loves it. And I, I am almost ready to start watching, but Lindsay is correct. Um, people love the show, and we're going to start watching it. You, and I, I want tell you me to, why I need to care. I want you to watch it. I really think you tell me like why I need it. To care. I mean, I don't know. It's like just very bad that it's good. I don't know. Like it's okay. just good. So uh, Vanderpump Rules. It, what's amazing is kind of the origin story of it, is that uh, there is a there is a show called um, Housewives of Beverly Hills, and the one of the housewives is this woman named Lisa Vanderpump, and how she is uh, rich. Part of it. I mean, she's British and she probably has like money from whatever that is, but. Her, she and her husband, Ken Dodd, they own a bunch of restaurants in Los Angeles. Like, they they own a few different ones. And if you live in L.A., it's not, like, weird. Like, you see them everywhere because there's a lot. There's Sir, there's um, Pump, which is, like, they're near each other. And then there's one called, like, uh, I'm going to get yelled at, but it's called, like, Blanco, Villa, Villa Blanca, Villa Blanca or something. And what does Sir stand for? It stands for something. Sexy, funny. unique restaurant. God. <laughs> okay. Moving so, on. the genius that is Lisa Vanderpump or someone involved with her pitches a show that's just let me do a show that's just about my restaurant. I have a bunch of idiots and uh, stupid women and stupid men who work at my restaurant, and I think they'd be great on a TV show. And they were like, "Sure, whatever, Lisa. We don't care." So Vanderpump Rules launches. It's kind of like underwatched and underrated, or at least it has like a bunch of diehard fans and then not really anyone else. And then come season like two or three, I don't know why they gave it so many seasons if no one cared, but it just becomes like a mess, right? The characters Mm -hmm. are all insane people. Um, If you watch, And they all work at the restaurant. They, well, that's the thing. Right. What's most fascinating about Vanderpump Rules is that as they get more famous from the show, they actually don't really need to work at the restaurant, but to keep up the farce of them working at the restaurant, they still work at the restaurant. And the whole thing okay. is that Lisa is like, you're all really bad at working at the restaurant, but, <laughs> you know? And so that's like this big thing where she'll she'll like fire people from the restaurant. And it's like, wait, but like they don't actually need to work there because they're famous now, kind of. But when they get fired from the restaurant, do they stay on the show? Yeah, that's the thing. They come back and visit. It's like very controversial. Like they'll show up to the restaurant uninvited and Lisa's like, don't come to the restaurant. And they're like, we're here at the restaurant. But it's <laughs> no one. There's actually no like there's no threat of anything happening to anyone because it doesn't matter. So now we've moved mostly outside the restaurant to their own personal life dramas, which include like the main character, Jack's like he like uh, shop he shoplifted some sunglasses when they were in Hawaii or something and then he got like put oh, in jail. Yeah. yeah, it was just real and no one knows why and he's just like a very like kind of dude who imported his girlfriend from Alabama who works at a Hooters but I guess this season she's working at uh, Pump of course because everyone's got to work there. Oh, an there's... imported Alabama girlfriend. <laughs> everyone's like fucked each other. There's like a there's like a very angry DJ named James. If you watch a show you, like, you're like listening and you're like I love it, right? You're like this mm-hmm. is the best. I just, I think it's just like one of those fun who's because now that the show is back on, they're all going to be in the news again. Like they're all going to be kind of weirdly covered that the season okay, is so starting. What's story? What do you mean? Oh, what's the one the that I put here. Yeah. Oh, it's like not even a real story. It's like they had a premiere and one of the characters, Lala, who used to be peripheral, but now is now is like technically in the show, showed up in like a dress that shows like her full ass. What's interesting about this show basically is that the show started and it's about a bunch of waiters who want to be famous people. Mm -hmm. What they're famous for, IDK. Some wanted to be models, some wanted to be singers. They all were not talented enough in those fields to be famous in those fields. This is very clear from the beginning. No one who wants to be a model is hot enough. Nobody who wants to be an actress is good enough. Nobody who wants to be a singer is talented. Whatever. 
But via the show, they become kind of famous. So we're like, oh, wait, so are you famous or are you not? The question is, well, we're not actually famous for what we wanted to be famous for, but we're just famous from this other show. So we technically still have to fake work at this restaurant for this woman who is our fake boss to be the famous that we wanted to be from the beginning. It's just, it's very interesting because like, how do you have a show that essentially is not really about real people anymore at this point yeah they're like and putting they, on appearances yeah. for the sake of like the contracts like and bravo's really good at trying to fake the context of them being actually famous because they'll like they'll mention doing things like they'll be like oh i just got back from hawaii and it's like yeah you were doing an appearance that's your job now like you were doing a party but they won't say that yeah. they'll make them cut it out so we'll just be like oh they just went on vacation to hawaii it's like mm, not quite kind of kind of not really <laughs> um what are the odds of running into an actual vanderpump rules cast member at sir so i've been there a few times because anytime anyone wants to come to la they want to go to uh, get a drink at pump or sir so i've Mm -hmm. i've been to both places way more than i'd like to admit that i've been there because they're just also awful restaurants like i just they're not good they're not Mm -hmm. good they're just not good and um so one time i went there and i saw the guy who plays the manager who's really like he's on the show but he's like not that no one really cares about him. Um, he was there. He was like being the manager, which is his job, I guess. And then I saw one of the girls actually waitressing, which was shocking to me. There's a girl named Sheena, who's one of the stars, whose boyfriend um, is supposedly missing right now. He had a drug problem, and now I guess he's missing again, TBD. Um, she was waitressing. That was weird. And then Lisa and Ken were like in the other room eating dinner. So it was actually like a good night. And then one night I went there and nobody was there. Um, so yeah, so basically like what is kind of funny is that This is like the Disneyland of shows, right? So you can watch this show and love it, and then you can literally go to Disneyland and see them in action, maybe. So, like, if you love Mickey Mouse and you watch um, Disney movies, you can go to Disneyland and you can take a photo with with Mickey Mouse. If you love Vanderpump (laughs) Rules, you can go to Pump and you can maybe take a photo with one of the Vanderpump stars who's um, also trying to take your order. I mean, does it get better than that? I like that. Does it get better than that? I mean... The show is like any other reality show. If you love it, you love it. If you hate it, you don't care or whatever. But to Mm -hmm. me, it's fascinating because of these layers of just like reality. Fucking reality, man. Interesting. Yeah, there Um, you go. There's your pitch. That's great. Um, Maybe I'll watch it. (laughs) Okay, cool. cool. (laughs) Actress Chloe Grace Moretz is here at the University of Michigan encouraging students to get registered to vote for the November presidential election in support of Hillary Clinton. She arrived at a private residence on East Hoover Avenue shortly after noon on Saturday. I'm excited to meet Chloe Grace Moretz and I'm excited about Hillary Clinton. Pretty much the same reason, yeah. Now what do you like about Chloe specifically? I like how active she is in politics. Usually celebrities don't like to be and it's really nice to see one be really involved. It's good that she's making her voice heard. Oh my God. Okay, so we're playing a game today in honor of the election next week. It's called I Don't Know this Her. Week, tomorrow. Oh. Oh my God, because this is coming out. <gasps> I'm stressed. I'm stressed, man. I'm stressed. I'm stressed. Are you stressed? Of course I'm stressed. Okay. This is the I Don't Know Her election special in which Bobby and I play the game that we always play, but we are subbing in some political thems and some celebrity who's. So, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Lindsay does Donald Trump know god. who Tyler Oakley is oh my god <laughs> oh. 
Okay. 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 Um, okay. Okay. Let me think. So, uh, also, I have to I have to watch myself because I I I can't say these things about people anymore. Or else they'll they'll go Jesse Tyler Ferguson on me. So I'll just try to be these people straight with this. Um, just be straight. I asked you a question. Don't does be shady. Donald Trump know who Tyler Oakley is? I think the easy answer is that no, he doesn't. Um, not at all. Why? Uh, I think, Ty- I mean, well, first of all, Tyler Oakley is only popular with tweens. So I was like, if so he's certainly not going to watch him organically on his YouTube channel. Donald Trump doesn't watch just random YouTube videos. I don't see that happening. Um, so how else could he maybe see Tyler Oakley via Ellen? Because now he's a correspondent on Ellen. So the only way that he might know who Tyler Oakley is is because Tyler Oakley interviewed Tim Kaine recently. Did you see that? <laughs> no. So it's like there's a chance he could have watched that video of Tyler Oakley interviewing Tim What about Tim Kaine. Donald Trump has like a 10-year-old, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, the little boy. Uh, Barron? Is it, yeah, is do you think Barron? that Barron is a fan of Tyler Oakley? Barron is very MIA on the campaign trail. Like, very yeah. smartly, it's like the the one po- nice thing I could ever possibly say about Donald Trump is that he doesn't put this, like, little boy in the spotlight, which is he's nice. He's scared he's going to say something, um, I bet. But that, could easily be, but that could easily be, like, Melania being like, don't you dare, because that's Melania's yeah. kid. Yeah. Um, and I would say he did, well, oh, well, Donald did say that his youngest son is very into computers, but aren't all tweens. Yeah, he's a hacker, right? He's a hacker. He's like a coder. I love the idea that Donald Trump's like, my son's a hacker, but his son is just watching Tyler Oakley videos. And he's like, my son loves the computer. It's like, he's just like watching all these videos. I don't, I don't see him being that into like what his son is doing online. So even okay, if someone's okay. like, hey, dad, like, look at this cool, like vlogger, Tyler Oakley. I don't think Tom, he'd be like, oh, great son. Like, he looks like a swell strapping young man. And then like, he isn't getting anything out of it. <laughs> looks like a pee. Okay. Anyway, uh, to answer your question, no. Okay, your turn. Oh God, you actually stole you actually stole my uh, my category of who. I'm sorry, um, but that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Lindsay, I'm sorry. yeah, does yeah, Hillary Clinton. Uh huh. No. Yeah. Who? Sure. Colleen Ballinger is. No. <laughs> Why do we both pick such stupid who's? <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. I feel like I, I I'm interested to see where you take this. Well, I think my ma- my the first place my brain goes is has Colleen is Ballinger. It's straight out, like straight to hell, like it, goodbye, <laughs> okay. checks out. The first leave. place my my brain goes is, is has Colleen Ballinger and or Miranda Sings done any voting propaganda for Hillary Clinton, I, I would assume. Like, has she done any like, please vote or like vote for Hillary or like whatever? I don't actually know that to be true. I don't know if she has. Like, okay. has she been in any of the videos that are like all the people who are saying like vote or all any jokes or whatever. I don't think that she has, but I'm unsure. I feel like right? we would have heard about it if, if she had. But let's say that she hasn't. Okay. If she has, that's another story and I, like that's another journey. But if she hasn't, I would say Hillary Clinton still knows who she is because Hillary Clinton's whole thing with like, I'm cool with the kids, I'm down, I'm hip. Hillary Clinton has like a really intense social media team, right? Like they are on it, right? These are like the most tuned in people to the internet that you could ever meet. And I know that Mm -hmm. because I know some of them. They're just very impressive people who get their Mm -hmm. shit. And that's why you have Hillary saying like, delete your account. Whether you think that's cool Mm -hmm. or not, that's on you. But that's how that happened. You know, she Mm -hmm. didn't just think of that. 
that Mm -hmm. they told her to say that so these people definitely know who Miranda Sings is they definitely know who Colleen Ballinger is especially with the Netflix release she's gotten a ton of press she was on late night she you know did all this stuff so they know who she is Mm -hmm. so do I think maybe at one of their like team meetings that they showed Hillary Clinton this person and said maybe we should like talk to her or some kids really love her I think that that's probably true you know what? You're probably right. I think right? I believe that, and I can see and I can see Hillary um, learning about very like modern internety things in a very old school way too, where they like they print out like a dossier about like influencers. So like maybe she learned about Colleen Ballinger in like a Manila folder with like right. printouts of her thing. She's like studying it intently. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I think Hillary is really good at like she like studies. Like she gets information and she studies it. She's like, okay, here's what I need to know, and I'm gonna know it, and I'm gonna like know it the best. And so I really mm-hmm. think that like one of the things that they handed her and they're like, you need to know this is a picture and information about <laughs> Colleen Ballinger, which is like unfortunate that our life has to be this way. But I do like believe that. Uh, you know, I believe you. I believe it. Okay, that was a good All game. Right. That was a good game. <laughs> good game. <laughs> What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Bob, let's read up to. Let me let me read you let me read you this caption, um, and it'll it'll tell it'll tell you exactly what Rita's up to. Okay. Keep it keep it keep it snappy. Peekaboo. Rita Ora <laughs> tries on sunglasses before donning platinum wig and flesh flashing dress on Italian set of new film Wonderwell. What? That's what she's up to. What's a Wonderwell? I don't know, but she's in what? it. What's a, um, what is Wonderwell? So she's trying on sunglasses. She's smoking. I didn't know Rita Ora smoked, but she does. What the fuck is Wonderwell? It's the movie that Rita Ora's in, and she's... No. <laughs> Wait. Did you see these photos? No, but like, when you search Wonderwell, click on this IMDb link right now and just let me know what you think about that. Oh, God. Just just click it and you'll die. Just read the read all the information on Wonderwell that's available okay, right now. Okay, let me now. read this. I'll read this aloud. I'll read this aloud. <laughs> Wonderwell, 2017, director Vlad Narsevin. <laughs> director Vlad Narsevin, star Rita Ora, plot non-existent, uh, photos non-existent. Go down to the cast. Cast, Rita Ora. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> Wait, that's it? This that's is, the only thing that. This is... <laughs> oh my god. This um, is so bad. Rita's not up to much. She's filming a movie that stars only her. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is awesome. I'm so glad we went over it. We got, we got to end this episode. Okay. So thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's, as always, for the Rita Ora theme song. Wait, why am I doing this? You're supposed to do this. Oh, well, you could do it. Okay. Um, Thank you to people who have been downloading our apps. We've gotten so many downloads. Thank you. Um, our apps? Wait, what are our apps? Oh, our, our one app. app. Our sticker our app. Our one app. Our yeah, app. make sure you, if you haven't, uh, if by chance you haven't rated and reviewed the podcast yet, like it'd be chill if you did it. Like mm-hmm. if you're new and you just haven't done it, it means a lot to us and we would super appreciate it. Shout out Who Weekly Facebook group, like popping and making my life so much worth living. I can't even deal. I love she it so much. She loves you guys. Why don't you um, like 
tune in I'm there, just never on. I'm just never on Facebook. I need to start you going gotta on Facebook jump just to look in. at the group. Honestly, Facebook to me is a fucking nightmare. So it's like this beautiful sunshine, this ray of sunshine through my garbage Facebook full of other people's business. I love it so much. Thank you guys. You're doing God's work. Um, shout out to uh, our friend Amina for coining the Facebook group users as hooligans, which is such a great name. <laughs> Yeah, they, the hooligans. Well, well, so like we, they asked somebody asked in the group like, what should we call Who Weekly fans? Like, what's our stand name? Which is like the long tradition of having a stand name. And there's a lot of great suggestions, but the one that everyone really thought was funny and I think is really funny is Hooligans. Although, oh, I thought Amina coined it. Whoops. Well, she like the 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 funny thing is like we were talking about Shawnee, who another the other half of Hoodat, and I were talking about how we're in this Facebook group called like. Who, it's called the Hooligans, but it's a Outlander fandom. It's mm-hmm. for the show Outlander, and they're also called the Hooligans because Jamie on Outlander's last name is like Hooligan, like who, not Hooligan. Oh. It's spelled like H E U G H. It's some like crazy long name. Anyways, they're called the Hooligans too, but spelled differently. So it would be really funny if we were also the Hooligans, but spelled like who. Okay, good, good story. That's great. Yeah, great. Um, uh, and that's it. So I guess we'll see you after the um the election. Which is on the eighth. Please vote. Oh this wow! Is us, us doing us doing our public service announcement. <laughs> wow, Bob. Sorry, we didn't collect a bunch of who's together and tell them to tell you to vote. You will get you will get our who's there episode on um, only the if 10th. you vote. Only if you actually, vote. Actually, actually, you know what, Lindsay? What our last episode will be the who's there episode. Because the end of the Why? world is on um, 11-11, remember, according to Lucian. Okay, uh, stop bringing that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye, everyone. Bye. bye. Happy election week. Bye. Yeah. You will say that. And in Love Potion number nine. And in okay. Why We're Sleeping. Okay, good. So... We get it. You know what movie she's been in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>